Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me again. We continue in the Gospel of John, chapter 9, and we're looking at the account with the man that Jesus had healed. The man had been blind. And remember, uh, Jesus um, fashioned, I think, a couple eyeballs for him, okay? He spit on the ground, got the clay, and rubbed it on the guy's eyes and told him to go to the pool of Siloam and to wash. Well, he did. He was healed. Well, then the neighbors and the people that knew the guy didn't know if it was him or not. And he said, it's me, it's me. Well, he winds up getting hauled before the Pharisees. And the Pharisees asked him what happened. He told them exactly what happened. Well, they weren't sure about it, and they finally decided, we don't want to believe that you were blind to start with. We're not going to believe the testimony of anybody else. So they got his parents to come in, the blind man's parents. And they came in, and uh, the Pharisees were getting sort of testy with them, okay? And even the way they structured the questions were problematic. And finally, the parents said, you know what? Uh, This is our son, and we don't know how it is. He was blind, and we don't know how he sees now. Ask him. He's of age. So then they called the guy in the second time, okay? And we saw this in the last episode. And they said, give God glory, okay? Give the glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. And so they, they wanted him to back off. In other words, to say that God's the one that healed you. We're not sure how it happened, but it wasn't through this man called Jesus, okay? So we want you to back off in that story. This man was very bold. Verse 25 of chapter 9, he said this, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. Well, what are they going to do with that? So they just resume the questioning. Verse 26, they said to him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? <laughs> well, this guy's starting to feel his oats a little bit, you know. Verse 27, he answered them, I've told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? <laughs> and so I don't know if this is actually saying that this guy is a disciple. Well, all the disciple is a learner, okay, somebody that's learning from somebody. And this guy definitely wanted to know more about Jesus because he'd healed him. And we're going to see later on he infers that. And so the, the and it's so funny because we call him the blind man, but he's not blind anymore. I mean, what do we call him, the formerly blind man or the now seeing guy? That might be a good thing to call him, the now seeing guy, the seeing man. Uh, he says, I've already told you this, but you're not listening. That was a question that Jesus often brought up. He says, hey, you know the things you're asking, I've already explained it to you, but you don't believe, so therefore you refuse to listen. You can't hear. And he was asking, why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become their disciples? Well, boy, verse 28, and they reviled him. I mean, they were furious over this, saying, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. And, boy, now they're going to start ranting. Verse 29, we know that God has spoken to Moses. But as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. (laughs) In other words, they're not dealing with the fact that a guy who was blind is looking them straight in the eyes right now, looking at him. They don't even talk about that. They came back and said, oh, give God the glory. Give God the glory for this, not this man. And But this guy's not backing off. He says, you know, the man answered, verse 30, why? This is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. Now, what had Jesus been telling them? And what is he going to, he's going to pick this up in the next chapter, as a matter of fact. But he'd already told him, I'm from the Father. The Father has sent me. I'm from above. You're from below. That kind of idea, okay? 
And so he had told them this repeatedly, but they refused to listen. So now they're using the argument that, well, we don't know where he's from, so we don't know whether we can really believe that this healing is taking place. And this guy's like, that's an amazing thing. All I know is this. He opened my eyes. You don't know where he's from. Well, then they come back. Uh, verse, uh, well, no, this guy continues. Let me go. Down. Let's start at verse 30 again. The man answered, why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from. And yet he opened my eyes. The man continues to speak. Verse 31. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. <laughs> I tell you, you know, this guy right here, he knew the Lord God. He knew the Word of God. Now, he would not have got that from synagogue, again, because he would not have been allowed to go. But his parents would have told him. His parents would have communicated the truth of the Word. His friends would have, et cetera, et cetera. And he just flat preached to him. And he says, you know, we know that God's not going to listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. He's a worshiper of God, and God listens to him. And I, you know, I wonder if there's not some things right here that I just thought about, as a matter of fact. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners. They had accused this man of being a sinner. The um, uh, disciples asked Jesus, they said, Rabbi, Rabbi uh, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was blind like this, that he was blind from birth? And so this guy would have been told his whole life that God doesn't listen to sinners. And a lot of people would say, would say that you are a sinner because you're blind. It's sort of circular reasoning right there. But then he says this, we know if anyone's a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. I wonder if this man was a worshiper of God. I suspect he might have been. I wonder if he was calling upon the Lord to touch him somehow. And God heard and listened. But then he says, never since the beginning of the world has anybody been healed like this. So if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Well, phew, the disciples had enough of that. Verse 34, they answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? Man. I mean, it's just getting nasty, isn't it? And as hard as it is to believe sometimes, when the religionist is cornered by the truth, when the religionist is cornered or confronted or just has the Word of God spoken in their presence sometimes, they act this way. They react this way. They bloviate. They bluster. And then finally they blow. So, sounds like a good country song, doesn't it? Bloviate, bluster, and blow. Okay, uh, They do. And that's what they did right here. So you were born in utter sin? Really? Who made them God? Okay, Where were they coming from, from the Scripture, to declare that because he was infirmed like this, that they were born in utter sin? Remember Jesus' answers to his disciples about that? He said, no, no, he wasn't born in sin, and his parents didn't sin. This is to where the glory of God could be made manifest. That's a wild, wild thing. So they say that to him, this ad hominem attack, you are just a sinner, you are born in utter sin, you are worthless, you're not worth anything, and you would teach us. And then they do this. They cast him out. They cast him out. They threw him out. They put him out. 
they put him out of the synagogues. Like I talked, I think, in the last episode about what happened right here. His uh, social life was gone, okay? His family life was gone. His religious life, gone. His business life, whatever he had, even if he was just a panhandling handler, which is likely what he did, all that gone. Nobody would help in any way. He would have been treated as if he never existed. He would have been treated as if he had died. And they dictated that, and they commanded that. Now, what's really beautiful about this, and uh, we're going to have to stop right now with this, but the next verse you're going to see that Jesus comes and finds him. And then Jesus says some things at the end of chapter 9, and he goes into chapter 10, Jesus speaking. And Jesus speaks in chapter 10 about the sheep and how he's the great shepherd. And a proper understanding of that begins right here. The sheep of Israel, these religious rulers, cast out one of their sheep, one of their infirmed ones that was now healed, that they couldn't explain and didn't want to see what the truth is. They cast him out as if he was worthless and of no good. Jesus, in the next verse, goes, seeks him out, and finds him. It's a vivid picture of the difference between the religionist and the, the true shepherd, the true person. And uh, so we'll chase some things around about that uh, the next few episodes, okay? Uh, in the meanwhile, thank you so much for uh, being with me. Do take time to share about these times uh, with your friends and family and everything. If the Lord leads you, uh, go to my website. And uh, you'll see a link at the top right there where you may even support this program. And I'll see you again next time.